I'm Danny. And I'm Demika. And we're biracial unicorns. The Minnesota. Minnesota time. Mm, I just want everyone to know that Danny just try to describe the richness of my voice. <laughs> I'm very skilled. This is something I know a lot about. (laughs) Sound and music. Tones and semitones. And you all missed it. And I'm really sorry. So I just I'm not. I'm not sorry. It's really embarrassing. (laughs) I don't know. It made me feel known. Like she's like, you know that the tone, the background notes, you know, the of the hue of your voice is like it's just different today. It made me really it just makes me feel like, aw, she knows me. Yeah, I I definitely know you, and I definitely, definitely know what your voice sounds like. I am in your ear. I would say, like, I might know your voice better than anyone else. I'm going to take that as, like, one of the highlights of my life. (laughs) Spend a lot of time listening to your voice, Demika. I am so sorry for all the mispronunciation of words. Slurs. Ah, um, just do uh, it. Don't it. Who cares? <laughs> as long as people know what you mean, that's the point of communication. Exactly. So. Exactly. So speaking of communication, I'm ready to communicate this mini-sode with you. Excellent. Because I have a topic <laughs> that you're going to have a lot to say about. Girl, I'm so excited. Please say it's glitter, glitter lip gloss. I'm just you know, there's the big glitter and the small glitter. Yes. And then there's holographic and then there's the eco glitter. Because I didn't <laughs> know that was a problem. The <laughs> I did not know that was a problem. Did you know it was a problem? Oh, man. If you think about it, of course it's a problem. But oh. this week we are not talking about <laughs> glitter. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. I'll put that in the kipper. All right. We do have 10 minutes on the clock, though. Because I would like to talk about, with you, The Twilight Zone. Oh, oh, girl. Okay. (laughs) Girl, girl. So let me tell you something. So the reason why I still love The Twilight Zone, on top of it being one of the few shows that raised me, is that I still watch old Twilight Zones and I wonder how they did it. You know, there's like, there's still like so much magic. There's so much magic. I think that's the thing with like CGI. I know when I go there, it's a green screen. It's a blue screen. It's CGI. They put that in there. Some of that magic is gone. Like even yesterday, this is not sci-fi, but um, uh, I let Mariah watch The Wizard of Oz for the first time. And I'm mm-hmm. telling her all the things they had to do to get the twister scene and all the things. I'm like, it's it's like magic, though. If you had to think about it, they had to have this on, you know, this many backdrops to make it work. But the Twilight Zone had, you know, special effects and makeup and storylines. It was just yeah. even now still fresh and new. Like, who was doing that? Who was doing Twilight Zone at Twilight Zone time? I don't know. I think it paved the way for so many shows. And we referenced Twilight Zone so many times it's quite it's quite funny yeah it's (laughs) twilight zone is amazing because it is one of those like cultural touch points right Mm. like even people who have never actually watched twilight zone know the plot of like several episodes know a lot of the tropes i mean the tropes have become so commonplace in science fiction and horror like i think that they may have existed before Twilight Zone, but they weren't as like commonly known before mm-hmm. Twilight Zone. And I guess to be clear, we are talking about 
the original series of Twilight Zone right now. Um, It was like a radio show first, and then it became the TV show, and then there's been like three revivals of it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I would like to talk about original series 1959 through 1964. Is there anything more iconic than uh, that theme music? Like, oh, the music is good. So good. The opening animation is so good because, like, yes. you just need to do like two notes of that music, and I have it in my mm-hmm. my brain. Like the music, the opening, all of it is in like my mind's eye. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing. It, you just you're you're instantly transported. It puts me in the best mood ever. And oh gosh, what was the name of the host? Do you remember? Rod act- Serling. Oh, the creepiest. Like the I perfect, love, I but, love Mason Rod Serling for sure. <laughs> but the perfect blend of like creep and dapper. Yes, I know. Everyone tries to emulate that, but like no one is on his level. <laughs> no, no, no. And that's the thing. Like I, and I think there's something else that we've really kind of loss really with that he was just a class act i'm like you know i I don't know i feel so old i'm like they don't make them like that anymore but right it's it's true but i I think he was he was the host and he was a writer was he yeah i'm pretty sure he was a writer i'm i'm into it (laughs) yeah and he was, I as I remember, like, something that I remember was, like, he was a big writer. And, like, one of his big things was uh, he felt that there was a lot of censorship on television mm. that he was not happy about. Like, he was, like, very anti the censorship. And, like, pretty much he wanted to make, like, big social and political commentary. but was limited um in how far he could go with that um that is you know what it's really funny i think even censorship if you think about now what they were trying to cut from then till now can seem so trivial do you know mm-hmm. what i mean if you think about it i remember watching something about the original batman series and they're talking about the bulges of the costumes right. uh them time and time again having to deal with this and i'm thinking now and like i have literally seen on prime time how sex works <laughs> you know right just it just the jump and the amount of that big of a jump on tv now girl like- <laughs> girl so many dimply waxed behinds in my face i'm like come on now come on yeah i don't know yeah do you have a favorite Twilight Zone episode. I know it's like choosing between your children, um, but do you have like one or a couple that like really stick out in your mind? I mean, probably one of the famous ones is probably, and I think we referenced it before, which is why the guy uh, with enough time, there was a guy mm. who was, ap- yeah, he this guy absolutely with the glasses so he's absolutely obsessed with reading and it's really affecting his relationships with his entire life and actually it's so funny you can replace reading with social media Anything. you can replace oh, yeah, it with video games i love it that's what anyway i'll get back to that it's so finally basically the the atom bomb drops 
and it saves nothing but the library. And it's so it's him and the library. There's no one to bother him, no one to judge him. And he's so excited. He's around as many books as he could possibly ever read in his lifetime. And he what he bumps into something and he drops his glasses that he desperately needs and steps on them and breaks right. them. And he just is like, my line's like, but there was finally time. There was finally enough time. And it just cuts out there. The end. Yeah. And it has it haunts me. It haunts me to this day. <laughs> I think that ties with another one where a little boy, he communicates with, um, I think his, his dead grandmother. I think he's, he's super young and he talks to his grandmother using a toy <gasps> phone. Yes. Yes. The toy phone one. That was so good. Yeah. There's something just still like, it sounds so simple. They're like a little boy talks to his dead grandmother, but there's just the way that they tell the story because you can, there's something very personal about it. And I think that's why, the twilight zone really has stood the test of time because they're so easily transferable into different mm-hmm. generations. Like I said, that I could easily say a guy who's obsessed with his phone, you know, finally gets left with his phone, drops his phone and breaks it. And he's all alone and he's upset. You know, we're like, Ooh, that's deep. I'm like, mm, it's twilight zone. <laughs> do you, do you have a favorite? Speaking of um, child. Oh, it's hard. I like those episodes too, um, but they might not be in my top. I have probably like, I could probably do a top four. <laughs> Ooh. Um, one of the ones that always sticks with me is Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. That's the <gasps> oh, one where the there's a guy. Guy. Yeah. Sorry. Guy on a plane. Mm-hmm. He thinks he sees like some sort of monster on the mm-hmm. wing and he's like flipping out about it. And everyone else is like, thinks he's crazy. And it turns out he'd had like a nervous breakdown six months before. So like everyone is just like, oh, you're just insane. Um, pretty much anything that deals with insanity always <laughs> is like something that scares me more than anything else. Mm. Um, but the final the final scene reveals that there was damage to one of the engines. Mm-hmm. So everyone should have should have believed Homeboy. Oh, it's so good. How many times has that been parodied though? Oh, I know. So many times. And I love all of them. <laughs> all oh, the parodies. I think I that's so good. Yeah, I also love to serve man is one Ooh. of my favorites. And that's the one with the aliens that come down and everyone's like super stoked on them. And then they finally translate this book of theirs that's to serve man. And they're like, oh, that sounds great. But then it's like actually to serve them as food. Uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, so good. So good. Uh-oh. Tech on it. <laughs> uh, Eye of the Beholder which is the one where there's like a woman who's like recovering from some sort of surgery. And then at the end we find out she was like really beautiful and everyone else looked like these pig people. Um, the pig so it, like, people. So iconic. It really challenges the idea of what beauty is and what ugliness is. So I, mm. I love that one. And then of course, probably one of the most famous episodes of Twilight Zone, the monsters are due on Maple Street. 
which is mm. the one where Maple Street, all of a sudden, there's like this shadow, and then everyone realizes all their power has gone out. And it's just like, that's a big social commentary one, because it's like just aliens mm. fucking with people. Um, mm. And they're just doing it as like an experiment to see what how people react to these things. And they, they find out that, um, oops, sorry, they find out that they've used this strategy several on several neighborhoods one at a time, and they're going to just use it to kind of take over earth and let people fuck themselves essentially. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was the timer. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. so quick, so oh. quick. So much to talk about about Twilight Zone. It's so good because I that's the thing. So you would have, you know, social commentary, alien. You would have uh, like for another one of mine, it was like the dummy, which is just straight up macabre. Mm -hmm. You know, when we had the ventriloquist dummy and it came to life, which yeah. is very similar to another. You, you know, the things about yeah. nature that once again, just keeps getting parody throughout time. And if you go back in history, you're like, my gosh, we can kind of all spring from here and think about how many people were inspired to make the movies that we probably enjoy yeah. now that came for from real. twilight zone for oh. real yeah oh. i love it i love a twilight zone marathon that was a, such a part of like thanksgiving and new year's <laughs> growing oh. up because they would always like have a twilight zone marathon mm -hmm. happening on some some station so I would just watch them all and I've I've seen these episodes like dozens of times and I still want to watch them. It's so and that's that's how you know something is well made. That's yeah. how you know. I, I don't I don't know. I don't I'm so old. I'm like do we have anything that's even like that anymore that it just stands the test of time that. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're they're awesome because they're such like standalone episodes, right? So you can just watch one. You don't have mm. to binge. Like I, I watch The Office on repeat, but but it's easy to be sucked in and watch several episodes. Where Twilight Zone, I can like watch one episode, feel good about it. And is it weird that I consider Twilight Zone to be easy watching? Does that say a lot about me? No, I think it's easy watching. I think it is. There's some, you know, there's watching where you need to be very intensely in it. You can't be crafting. Yeah. You can't be crocheting. You have to be in it. You know, some that you can get up and pee, come back. It's no biggie. And then there's some where, you know, there's all in between. And I think Twilight Zone is just easy watching. Yeah, I think it's a combination of it being an older show. So the pace is slow. So it makes it like uh. easy in that way. But also... For me, at least, the fact that I've seen these episodes so many times <laughs> that it's like, I don't really need to watch them to, like, remember no. the whole episode. Uh, I do typically skip, like, any of the war military sort of episodes because yeah. I'm just bored of them. <laughs> I think I want to make sure, in typical fashion going over time, we give an honorary thank you to the amazing acting overreacting and reacting that we're all the yes. actors of I Twilight love the Zone. acting I, I love the I acting love I love the, the transatlantic accents that everyone has <laughs> yes brilliant yes who has those accents anymore no one it's a totally invented accent nobody even talks that way at all I love it I love it secretly secretly still want one 
It's I want one too. I should just be like, I mean, I feel like you could get away with having one because you're like, oh, well, I lived in England for like a third of my life. So this is just how my voice is now become. It's a hybrid. Like, this oh. is just how I sound now. I can't it, help it. Exactly. It's just enunciation, <laughs> darling. I just make sure that I am uh, elocution. <laughs> elocution. Elocution. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I love it. Love it, darling. (laughs) All right, my friends. Well, we must move on. We we must move on. We'll miss the whole show if we and we'll be all muddled. I love I love the like slight like wobble. Here I am describing shit I don't know how to describe. The wobble (laughs) the wobble waver of the voice as you talk as well. Yes. Because that's what you have to have. It's exactly everything's just a little it's always on edge because the world's changing every day. <laughs> we got cars exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, friends, <laughs> we need to get out of here. Um, oh. We'll be back next week with a full episode. Reach out to us. All of our information is in the show notes. Subscribe. All the things. And we'll be back next week, full episode, two weeks, another mini-sode. Yes, but please stay tuned. Keep watching. Keep listening. (laughs) All right. Peace. Out.